Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. But Caleb and Joshua had a different report. They believe they could conquer the land. They said, and this was their confession because they believed it in, our, in their heart, they said, our God is well able to deliver them, talking about the giants, you know, in the land, because uh, the spies said the land is a land, all right, that's flowing with milk and honey, and it is a land that drinketh the water of the rains of heaven. And they brought back some of the, the fruit of the land, some of the giant cluster of grape and the pomegranate and, and the other fruit. But they said there are giants in the land. And in our own eyes, we are as grasshoppers in their sight. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on right and wrong thinking. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. We're teaching on the subject right and wrong thinking, right and wrong believing, right and wrong confession for Christians. Uh, if our confession is wrong, it's because our believing is wrong, we have said. And if our believing is wrong, it is just because our thinking is wrong. And if our thinking is wrong, it's because that our minds have not been renewed with the Word of God and we're not thinking in line with God's holy word. Now, our scriptural text for this series is found in Romans chapter 10, verses 8 through 10. Here Paul said, writing to the saints at Rome, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is, the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Believing with your heart, whether it's for salvation, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, Divine healing for your body or an answer to prayer is the only way you can receive anything from God. There is absolutely no other way. Remember Jesus said in a, a Revelation, the third chapter and the 11th verse, in a message he gave to one of the churches in Asia Minor when he appeared to John on the Isle of Patmos, he says, to hold fast that which thou hast. Now we would say just hold on to it. But the scripture said, hold fast. The reason Jesus said this was because he knew that there was a power raised against us that would endeavor to defeat us, to take away from us, to rob us. Faith, we have said, is like love. It is revealed only in action and word. There is no faith without confession. Faith will grow with your confession. Now, confession does several things for the believer. Confession gives direction and fixes the landmarks for one's life. One cannot receive from God without right believing and right 
confession. When man begins to realize that, then he can get somewhere with God. You remember in the Old Testament, we have a story about uh, the 12 spies that were sent into the land of Israel to spy out the land. You remember that uh, God had brought Israel out of Egypt and they came up to the, uh, well, right to the very border of Canaan's land. They came up to a place, a city called Kadesh Barnea. And uh, they sent the 12 spies into the land to spy out the land. Now the word of God tells us that 10 of these spies brought back an evil report. But two of them, that was Caleb and Joshua, brought back a good report. Now I've said that your confession fixes the landmarks of your life. You see, the ten spies fixed the landmark of their lives by their confession. They said, we cannot do it. They believed they could not. Therefore, they could not. Israel accepted the majority report. And when they said, we cannot, they wandered in the wilderness until every single one of the older generation of the males from uh, 20 years of age and upward died in the wilderness except Caleb and Joshua. But Caleb and Joshua had a different report. They believed they could conquer the land. They said, and this was their confession because they believed it in their, in their heart, they said, our God is well able to deliver them, talking about the giants, you know, in the land, because uh, the spies said the land is a land, all right, that's flowing with milk and honey, and it is a land that drinketh the water of the rains of heaven. And they brought back some of the, the fruit of the land, some of the giant cluster of grape and the pomegranate and, and the other fruit. But they said there are giants in the land. And in our own eyes, we are as grasshoppers in their sight. And we can't take the land, the ten spies said. But Caleb and Joshua's confession was, our God is well able to deliver them into our hands. Now that statement, that confession, fixed the landmark in their lives. God did not favor Caleb and Joshua more than he did the other spies or the other uh, older men of Israel. Some think that God just likes some people better than others that God just does some things for some people that he wouldn't do for others. But you know, my friends, that's not true. God does not have any pets or favorite children. He loves us all with the same love, and he has made the same provision for every single one of us. God did not love Caleb and Joshua better than the rest of the children of Israel. He did not love them better than he did these other ten spies that went in to spy out the land. You, you see, friends, God was willing to do for the rest of them what he did for Caleb and Joshua. All could have gone into Canaan's land. And, and God uh, said to Israel and to all of them that I will give you the land. And he promised them the land. You know, a lot of people think, well, now because God promised it, he'll do it. But you see, he didn't do it here in these lives, even though he had promised it. Now, why? Now, why? He was willing to do for them just what he did for Caleb and Joshua. All could have gone into Canaan's land, but they fixed the landmark of their lives with the wrong believing, which resulted in the wrong confessing. Paul said, 
to take heed unto ourselves. And in his writings, he used Israel as an example. He said, lest we fail to enter in because of our unbelief, Hebrews 3.12. Now, of course, he is referring to entering in to the promises of God. Paul said they failed to enter in because of unbelief. Their, their belief was wrong, you see. Now then, in the Greek, unbelief also means unpersuadableness. You see, the children of Israel could not enter in because of unpersuadableness. They could not be persuaded to act on God's word. God said, I will give you the land. He said, I will drive out the giants and give it to you, give the land to you. But they could not be persuaded to act on God's word. Now we need to realize that there are two phases of unbelief, or, or maybe we should say kinds, and yet they're both alike, and yet there's two phases of it, I suppose, is one good way to say it. You see, some doubt because they do not know. This is an unbelief that is based on a lack of knowledge of the Word of God. Because, you see, Romans 10, 17 said, uh, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. If they don't hear, and they don't know the Word of God, they cannot have faith. There is unbelief because of never having heard the Word. That is why so many people do not believe in divine healing for the physical body, who are thoroughly saved people and Christians all right, but they never heard the word preached on the subject of healing. Well, now someone said they can read it for themselves. Yes, they can, but they are like you and me. I was associated with a group that did not believe in healing. We had been taught from a childhood that those things were not for us today. Therefore, when we read about it, it would not register on our spirits because our minds were closed to it and were already made up about the matter. You see, one also has to have an open mind to God's Word. And so the cure for this kind of unbelief is to study God's Word in order to gain knowledge of what is yours in Him. Then there's another type of unbelief. It's like Israel's. Israel knew because God had said it, he would give them the land. But they could not be persuaded to act on his word. There are many individuals who are informed on God's word, but they cannot be persuaded to act on God's word. This is unbelief. And the cure for this particular type of unbelief is obedience. Have you ever noticed that the majority of Christians are sincere and earnest and honest, but yet they are weak. That may seem to be a misstatement, but it isn't. Now the reason is that they have never dared to make a confession as to what they are in Christ Jesus. One can know what he is in Christ. Israel knew what God had said. He said, I'll give you the land of Canaan. Uh, everything else God had said to them had come to pass. They had followed along after him on other things, but they could not be persuaded to act on his word in this matter. Friends, a large majority of Christians are not walking in the light they possessed. Most of them are praying, God, give me something or, or do this for me. Now, God's not going to do anything until they start acting on what they already know. When they do, they are going to get the answer. 
I remember when I was on the bed of affliction, extreme, extremely ill, given up to die by the doctors. My family thought I was going to lose my mind because I read the Bible so much. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. When you call or go online, you'll be able to purchase the Heart of God package. The book from Ken Hagen, Listen to Your Heart, Kenneth E. Hagen's DVD, Just Know God, and his slimline books, The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ and Right and Wrong Thinking. All these resources are $24.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. It's not too early. To, to start, start planning, thinking yes. and planning about Winter Bible Seminar 2015. That's right. February the 15th. One of my favorite times. Yeah, February the 15th through the 20th, right here on, on the, the Rama campus. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, start planning right now. Make your plans. Yeah, you can go on uh, online to rama.org and yes. get all the information about mm-hmm. hotels and all sorts of stuff is there. Go and find out about it. When you call, ask the operator how you can get this month's radio offer that includes a book on this week's subject, Right and Wrong Thinking. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Join us next week here on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan for more life-changing biblical truths.